Hello, and it is the Bristol and Bath Lifting Club podcast, which I think at some point is probably just going to get abbreviated to Lifting Club. I think that looks better on a t-shirt, doesn't it? The Lifting Club. The Lifting Club, right. So, do you know who's upstairs? It's your friend, Big Man. (laughs) (laughs) I can assure you he's no friend of mine. (laughs) And I can assure you he's not a big man. Well, I mean, you say that, other people are intimidated by him. Okay. Right? right. So, uh, for those that don't know, we're doing this podcast in a basement underneath a gym. It happens to be the gym that we work at. And upstairs there is a fucking prick, right? <laughs> because I, although I rarely hate people, I don't think that I'm much of a hater. You but I do ha- I do hate this, this person, right? With a passion. Um, I have a... Jiminy? Is it Jiminy? A gym enemy. Ah, a Gemini. A I'm going to call it a Gemini. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I don't know what his name is. And even if we did know what his name is, I probably couldn't say it because of GDPR or something like that I could lose my job. So yeah. we're going to call him Big Man. Right? Yeah. Do you know what pisses people off about Big Man? I think I do because I think, I think people have told me. You know the person I'm talking about as well, don't you? Yeah, the guy who's really not that big. <laughs> but the reason, the reason, guys, and this is, they, they don't even know who this guy is. This could be all, like, made up. But it's no, not, it's, it it's very it's, true. It's very listen true. to my voice. He's a fucking prick. He is a fucking prick. You can sense the hatred. You can it sense, must be real. You can sense that it's a real person. <laughs> and he's upstairs right now. And do you know what? He comes in every day, seven days a week he trains. Two times a day. Twice a day, seven days a week, fluff and pump training. That's what we call it. Which we'll talk about fluff and pump training when we come up. And I don't want to be a hater, but I hate him. (laughs) (laughs) So I think think you're the first person who told me about your malicious hatred for this individual. And then since then, I've had quite a few people come up to me and be like, that guy's a prey. I didn't start the trend. No. I did not start the trend. But any time yeah. I get the sense that he's being an asshole to people, I have now had the tendency to go up to them and say, it's not you, he's just a dickhead. <laughs> so I think the problem is he uses all the equipment, doesn't he? He does like these giant supersets and goes He does like, yeah, triple... He uses three pieces of equipment. Yeah, and then gets annoyed at you all if you the, if you yeah. jump on it. At the same time. So three pieces of equipment all at the same time that are all dotted around the gym. And you've noticed as well, because you said this, that he does like this circuit. Yeah. And I don't mean circuit training. I mean like a circuit as in he puts his phone in one place, right? Mm-hmm. And then he'll bag the... Not that you can really bag the equipment in the gym. He'll put his hoodie on a bench. Yeah. And then he'll go and he'll want to use both sides of the cable machine. And then he'll also want to use a leg extension or something like that over right over the other side of the gym. And I don't... I would not be one of those people that likes to ban things. I'm quite a liberal person. I'm not going to say ban supersets or anything like that. They have their uses. I personally don't do a lot of them in my personal training. Um, but I mean, they have their place. However, doing what was essentially what a triple superset, three pieces of equipment that you're using with rest and stuff like that, it, and refusing to let anyone else use the equipment 
at the same time so not sharing there is a big difference between oh i want to use the lap pull down mm. oh you go and then i'll come back do you mind if i use it again in a minute type yeah. thing it's just a pin you take the pin out okay you might have to adjust the seat no he refuses to let anyone even touch the equipment and we don't have the biggest gym here no so it's completely fucking unacceptable <laughs> right and people and he's to make matters worse He's just really rude because he doesn't say, I'm really, really sorry. I'm doing a superset. What he says is, no, mine. No, that's mine. It's like, no, you don't own it. It's not yours. So I'll tell you my my one and only experience with him that I've had personally. And I had a gym induction and I I was teaching people how to use the equipment. And one of the exercises on this person's program card was the lap pull down. Oh, his favorite. Oh, so so it was free, and I was like, "Ooh." Or did it look free? It looked free. Oh, it looked free. So I went with this client to the lap pull down, and I started using it. And then he came over to me, and he was like, "I'm using this." Yeah, because that's what he does. He's so I'm, I'm using that. And yeah. he doesn't even say, oh, you know, I'm sorry, I was just in the middle yeah. of doing that. He says, mine, or I'm using that. Mate, he came out of left field. He came yeah. out of the woodwork. He yeah. just appeared in front of me. And I was like, well, do you mind if we just use it quickly? You know, I just got to show this person how to do a lap pull down. It's on their program. And um, yeah, it was just a little bit awkward. So did he let you use it? I, yeah, he didn't really have a choice because I was already sat down on it, pumping ah. away. So he just kind of, he didn't say anything, he just kind of like turned away. Because it's very interesting. I don't know whether, because I think that he might, I don't know if his English is that great. Because no. I think he might be Eastern European. There's I'm definitely not sure. a language barrier there. But there's also, to a certain extent, rudeness. And I've never seen anyone actually challenge him. So if someone, if he is using free pieces of equipment, and I'm not talking about using a bench and some dumbbells or something like that. I'm talking about using free machines all at once in a small gym where there's often only one of each machine. Yeah, we're, we're quite limited on space here and limited on equipment. We don't have multiple like setups. Mm. We just have one setup, one piece of equipment. You know, you've got to share. Sharing is caring. Sharing is I caring. always jump in with people. If someone's using something, I'll jump in with them. What, you whether, know, do you ask them, them first or do you just... <laughs> not, not if it's your work, am I? I'll just you've, jump in and take over. I know you've gate-crashed, <laughs> you've gate-crashed some of my PT sessions. I have, yeah. I was like, well, free PT, I jump in as well. <laughs> <laughs> Two for the price of one. Yeah, exactly. But no, no, I jump in with people and like, I jumped in with this guy the other day. He was, he was training back and I needed to do a bit of back work on my upper body workout. So I jumped in with him and, you know, it was a really good session. We were just like egging each other on. Mm. Um, and that, that's kind of what you do. That's what you do in the gym. You're there to lift people up, help people out, support people. You don't just hog equipment and tell people to F off. It's not how it's done. Well, I've never seen him swear at anyone, but he doesn't need to swear with his tone No, of his body language says it all. Yeah, but yeah. as well is because I just think that people... People do not expect that. Yeah. Like, there are a lot of people that I train, particularly people that have just come into the gym for the first time. They're actually really, really nervous and self-conscious and that and worried about, you know, big men. Yeah, and gym anxiety people. is a real thing. Yeah. yeah. Gym, t- uh, is it gym gym intimidation? Yeah, yeah, intimidation. Gym intimidation, something yeah. like that. Um, but no one's actually challenged him. So everyone's like immediately taken aback that he'd even have the audacity to 
when you've already started working out on a machine, walk from the other side of the gym over to you, basically tap you on the shoulder and say, no, that's mine. Yeah. That's That's not not acceptable, is it? It's not just me. No, no, that's really bad. And uh, he should be sharing his toys. Yeah. So if... And when you say toys, do you mean that the weights that he's using is basically Fisher Price? We're still talking about it. We're still talking about the gym, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Fisher Price, little little toy Lego dumbbells. It's very rude to talk about what people, in terms of their abilities and stuff like that, and what they can lift, because everyone is in a competition, unless they're in a competition, they're just in a competition with themselves. And I don't want to hate on anyone and stuff like that. But sometimes sometimes you're just grateful Mm. that everyone can just see. Well, most people can see it. Well, I say that. Beginners can't see. They look at him and they are intimidated by him. I know he looks like a snack to you, (laughs) but then you're basically like a giant. (laughs) Let's go through this because this is quite funny. Because you told me... Here we go. You're in the office and you told me there was this big guy in the gym that everyone hates. And I I think I kind of knew who you meant anyway. Well, it could have been one of the two, but the other ones I'm pretty sure has been thrown out. Other big man. Bigger man. So I I got up and I went around the gym and I was like, who who is he on about? Because I couldn't see a big man. I was like, who is he on about? And then... This is quite funny. You, you pointed him out to me. You're like, that guy. And I was like, that guy. <laughs> you did. And then you did that laugh, which you're doing right now. Like I just cracked up. And I it was, was like, like you li- what did you say? You said, that's he's a little a- boy. Yeah, you literally said, that's a little boy. And he's not very tall. I no. gave you that. He's not very tall. But he's, over, let's say, overdeveloped in certain areas. So overdeveloped, basically all he does is chest and arms. And then he does right. a little bit of lap pull down, which I believe... Is the only sort of that's the only yeah, back yeah. exercise I've ever seen him do. I think like when it when it comes to size, it's very uh, subjective, isn't it? Like, well, you just go by people that you think are bigger than you. And yeah, if they're smaller than you. You think they're small. If they're <laughs> exactly. bigger than you, you think they're big. Like for me, so, someone who's big yeah. is is you know you're looking at competitive strongman, powerlifters, mm. you know, big bodybuilders. These are the people I see as big. People who, like, fill out their clothes even when they're not pumped or flexing. They're just generally big, imposing people. Mm. That's my idea of someone who's big. But this this guy does not fit that bill. So, to me, I just thought he was, like, a little, little I child. I go by, in general, what people are intimidated by. Because right. there are a number of people that I know are intimidated by him, right, personally. Okay. And I've had a number of clients say, oh, wow, I wish I could look like that. Okay. You know? Because yeah. he has more of a, let's say, underwear model kind of build. Right. I mean lacking in certain development areas like what did you say you said he has no back (laughs) and i'm presuming you meant actually physically as in underdeveloped back and not anything to do with having a lack of backbone um i did mean the back muscular yeah yeah yeah. but yeah i'm presuming i mean i don't know i would be very interested the dude doesn't have a spine (laughs) i would be very very interested he's just crawling around from one machine to the other he's got no spine because the way in which he does approach people he taps them on the shoulder and he gets like right up in the grill like right Ah. up close i wondered if what would happen if someone did say no whether he'd just start pushing them around or something like that or whether he would back off or what 
I would love someone to turn around and knock him out. You know I would because I dislike him. But I don't I don't think violence is necessarily always the answer. It is sometimes the it is answer. sometimes the answer, though I have to <laughs> yeah. admit that. But in this case it is not the answer. I mean if someone did, I would pretend that I didn't see it and would not give a statement. It would be a whole thing. It would like it would really blow up. I think it would blow up in the in that I think there would be a lot of clapping. Because I think there's that <laughs> amount of people. Because he trains there twice a day and it's the same time every day. Yeah. I think that the... Because, again, a lot of people get into the routine of going at the same time and stuff. So he works out the same time a lot of other people that would work out at the same time. So they'll get used to him. They'll know he's a prick. It's not mm. just me that thinks he's a prick. Mm. A lot of people have complained to him, uh, complained about him to me. But there's not a lot I can do about it. Um, and is one of those things that I do think... Yeah, for a lot of people that he is quite intimidating. Right. Um, but I, ha- what I really, really hate about him is there's there's equipment hogging, there's rudeness. But I, since starting at this gym, I've put a lot of effort into trying to make it like more community focused. I've tried to get mm-hmm. clients to get to know each other, mm-hmm. people that I don't necessarily train that aren't like paying clients or anything like that. I've tried to, you know, network and introduce people to each other so that they can train and it's a nice environment because I care a lot about the environment and I think that the gym is a very really good place for people to come and actually socialize to a certain extent I agree um but he like completely messes that up Mm. because it's all of a sudden everything the the bullshit that I often have to come out with which is like oh no one's looking at you no one's judging you or anything like that I'm sorry in the gym there are people that are judgmental assholes there are people that are going to look at you and you know judge you for it people get self-conscious and stuff like that the vast majority of people that are glanced around and you think that they're looking at you they probably aren't but there is there are assholes in the world there are going to be assholes in the gym he's an asshole and I think like the the gym atmosphere we got here is pretty tame. It's it's really nice for people to come and train. Yeah, and um, we've got some really awesome people who train here too. Really, really nice people who will probably be on the podcast. We're gonna try. I know one of future. them. One of them has yeah. agreed to do it, and I think there'll be if that one does it, then there'll be at least another two or three. They're all follow suit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, going back to like gym etiquette, because that's really what it's about. Like. I think it's important to, one, lift people up, not put people down. Mm. Don't make people feel intimidated. Um, and just maintain a really healthy atmosphere. So I I have been training in martial arts since I was about 18. Mm. And in a martial arts dojo, you have certain rules, you know, like no swearing, show respect, no horseplay, stuff like this. What's horseplay? Like, I don't know, just messing around, you, oh, know, right, okay. you know, that sort of stuff. So I kind of carried that into uh, into the gym, Yeah, you know? So don't swear, don't mess around, don't be obnoxious, you know, help people out, don't put people down, um, share your knowledge, all this sort of stuff. Community, which what you mentioned earlier, is very important. All of which, all of those rules we violated yeah. on this very episode. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so... All that stuff's super important. Um, so obviously when you've got someone who kind of breaks those sort of rules, mm. it doesn't create a nice environment for people to come and train. And gym anxiety is a thing. So when you get people who maybe they're overweight, they're a bit self-conscious, and they are coming to the gym, mm. and you get any sort of people that create a negative environment, it's yeah. not good overall. Yeah. 
I mean, one of the most important things to start with is you think about learning the exercise and that, and it's really important to teach clients to learn exercises and how to warm up and cool down properly. Actually, one of the most important things is that they need to, as soon as possible, feel like they belong. Yeah. And there's that one line, there's a strip on the floor, which is just there because the flooring changes from basically like a line out to more kind of shock absorbent flooring although it doesn't stop people from putting craters in the yeah. floor because we have no deadlifting station. <laughs> but there we go. And people, the very common thing is they say, I'm too scared to cross that line. And that cl- that line is where the floor changes from being the standard floor to where all the free weights are. And what they mean is, I don't feel like I belong in the free weight section. Yeah, I don't and that's feel- sad because everybody belongs yeah. there. Yeah. 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 Apart from Big Man, he can, I think <laughs> we, I, I'd be happy with banning him from the free weights area. I mean, yeah. I know he uses a lot of machines and stuff like that, which we will do a podcast on at some point. And from from like a business sense as well, like yeah. retention. Yeah. You know, you want to retain your clients. You yeah. want to retain gym members. And if they're leaving because of one baguette, bad egg. Which has happened. Which has which happened. Happen, has has happened. happened. And it will continue to happen because you, you do get dickheads who mm-hmm. join the gym and they're, they're a bit you know different to the community you're trying to provide so yeah it does happen so from a business sense you you really want to make sure everyone does feel inclusive that is super important but no that that's the thing that that's why i hate him okay i don't care about his training or anything like that it is very inconvenient about like using so much equipment and stuff like that and other people don't have time to or just can't use it I dislike the rudeness, but what I really hate is he literally is on a day-by-day basis destroying the culture that you, me, and other people are really trying to build in terms of, like, certain amount of acceptance and, you know, a nice community atmosphere, which yeah. is the sort of thing that's really conducive to a gym like we've got, because, of course, there are other facilities here as well. It's not just a commercial gym. I know that a lot of commercial gyms are quite cold, mm. not physically, but in terms of, like, staff and such like that whereas here it is very 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 chatty and people get to know each other which is really really nice yeah. for people that st- are starting you know their lifting journey yeah starting to get part of the lift club and yeah it? and we have, we have a pretty good demographic you know people get intimidated yeah. by gyms thinking they're gonna go there and it's gonna be these really big roided up muscular mm. men shouting yeah. and slamming but actually it's just people trying to be better yeah people trying to lose a bit of weight look look better naked get a bit stronger that's kind of what it's about i'm thinking that we should actually have a class because they do all this hit stuff and then they have like all of this stuff like um zumba and all that you know yeah which is really that's just a brand at the end of the day there's a lot of branded i think we need to create a brand of look better naked classes put that on a right? t-shirt you could put it on a t-shirt or backwards cap but we, we need to set some sort of uh you know class hmm. look better naked class yeah Every Friday is it? I don't know, three o'clock or something. You seen the film Dodgeball? They have like, yes. the average Joes. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Look better naked. Being average Joe, guys, it's 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 a good thing. Okay, so have you ever been intimidated by someone? I have not. Not at the gym. No. Is that just because you have six black belts and you know you could just <laughs> kill them? Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. It's. Uh, because you really. did have an, an enemy as well, didn't you, at one point? At one but point, But he got yeah. thrown out, or he decided to leave. I don't know He's which. He's gone. You might listen to this podcast. That would be hilarious <laughs> if he did. Do we actually know what his name ever was? Or no. Not? No. 
He well, came out of prison though. He's a bad dude, wasn't he? He was a bad. That's dude. why I was told he's a baddie. Yeah, that's why I was. Stay told. away from him. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're gonna get people like that. He was, he was actually alright towards the end. Um, we got along alright. There's a some miscommunication there, I guess. That's a nice way of putting yeah, it. Yeah, that's a nice way of putting it. <laughs> but he, he was going through some stuff, and uh, yeah, I don't know, just bad gym etiquette. But we got through it. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, big man, fluff and pump training. I suppose we'll end like... T- Ooh, fluff and pump. 10 minutes worth of fluff and pump, right? <clears throat> yeah, because that's all it takes. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this idea, which I don't want anyone that that doesn't understand basics of lifting and, you know, programming and stuff like that to walk away, not quite understanding what's going on. So... There is a, to a certain extent, I've noticed a little bit of judgment between different types of people that train with resistance training, weights and stuff like that. You've got kind of like strength athletes, power lifters, and then you have your average person that normally just wants to train to physically look good. Yeah. They don't really, they understand that outside of the gym, if you say that you can bench press a certain number, no one's going to understand what that is. Yeah, I mean, most people just want to lose a bit of weight build a bit of muscle so there's this idea which some people will understand from youtube fitness of hypertrophy (laughs) training and strength training which basically means using really really heavy weights for low reps for strength training or slightly lighter weights for multiple sets and higher reps so like 10 or more potentially Mm. now big man likes to superset triple superset everything <laughs> i think he might even do a quad i think he does four pieces of equipment yeah but he does it twice a day for seven days a week right and that's not really optimum no i would say for the average person so a lot of people do kind of feel like well wait a minute if i train seven days a week surely that's better than training like two or three days a week and stuff like that and i'm kind of like it doesn't really necessarily work like that. It depends on really what you're doing. If you are some sort of professional athlete, if you look at them the way that they train, they have general strength building programs and stuff like that, but then they have their specialisms for the sports and you yeah. know that kind of thing they do. So they might train a lot, but your average person to look good gets stronger and from a longevity perspective, they, you know, three days a week. Yeah, that's plenty. Be best, people, right? people, people never believe me when I tell them that. Yeah, like I have clients who train twice a week and make rapid progress because they're hitting everything twice a week and they get plenty of recovery. You know, work hard, get in the gym, work hard, push progression, and then recover. Okay, guys, recovery being a key word there. Recovery is really important, but it's the sort of thing that people think. Oh, recovery that means sleep and eat a little bit. And I used to think that, and that's technically accurate, but it means a little bit more nowadays from what I try to get people in terms of the thought process is Mm. if you're thinking about you train, what, three times a week, maybe you train and then take two days off and then you train, in which case that's kind of like three days, sometimes two days a week, it, it alternates. Yeah. But always treating your lifting day, which we'll call it your workout day lifting day, as a competition so you're actually thinking about on your day off you're getting ready for your competition you're getting ready for it and there's been times like i thought actually i'm supposed to go today i trained on monday today's wednesday i should go today i'm not actually feeling it is it better to fail today or to try today or just come back tomorrow but make sure that i'm thinking well actually I've really got to put some thought into recovery rest and come back with a better attitude and stuff tomorrow because that's the difference between 
getting somewhere and setting out to achieve what you wanted to this week on your training program or hitting a PR or something this week versus doing it next week. This is what a lot of people I don't think necessarily think about. Yeah, I mean, I I used to, if I was still sore after Mm. taking a day off between sessions, I would just take an extra day Mm. because I treat recovery very, very seriously. Mm. Um, Especially when you get more advanced, guys. Like When you get more advanced and the weights are heavier and it's starting to beat you down a little bit, Mm. you know, you want to take as much rest as as you're able to while still making progression. Yeah. And come back stronger. That's that's the that's the key. Yeah. So fluff and pump training is generally, I don't know if you'd agree with this, doing high reps, often high sets of weight that you're finding it quite easy and you're maybe a little bit sweaty afterwards. So yeah. it's basically like pumping everything up. And there's a big, big culture around pumping muscle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pumping blood into the muscle and, and getting the pump and all that kind of thing, which slows down progression, I think, quite a lot. I agree. And I think I've made a post about this on my Instagram about not chasing the pump, chasing performance. Yeah. Um, but again, like I fell for the same BS when I first started. I used to think that, one, I had to be in the gym seven days per week. Yeah. I remember I even had a day for my biceps. It was like bicep wow. day. Yeah, that's how bad I split my uh my was it twice out. a week? <laughs> no, once a oh, week. Oh, wow. It was really bad. But anyway, I thought like... I did not achieve anything unless I got a pump. So I'll go into the gym, I pump myself up and I swell up to like two or three times the size. I would literally yeah. look like a Hulk for about two hours and then the pump fades and then I was left with no progression, mm. no size, no real size gained, no strength gained. But lo and behold, I focus on performance, increasing the weights over time and made more gains in like a few years than I ever did fluff and pumping. Yeah, but this is again going back to big man because i mean we're making this an episode about big man you know it's titled big man isn't it yeah exactly <laughs> so with big man is that why you think he trains twice a day every day because the pump only lasts for an hour or so yeah, it could be so could he be. might have to keep coming in and reinflating like you reinflate uh like i don't know a dodgy sex doll <laughs> <laughs> zing he went there but yeah yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's trying to inflate his sex. I mean, off. the weight never goes up. No, no, that's it. He never pushes himself. Yeah. He's just using lightweights. He's not tracking his workouts. No, he's not. He's not trying to improve on his numbers. No. He's just fluffing and doing it very slowly. Yeah. It's all very slow. It is. It's. It's pretty garbage, to be honest. I. I wouldn't recommend anyone train like that. No. Um, of course, if you're on steroids, that's where the pump, you know, originally came from. Was it pumping iron or yeah. about Arnie going on about the pump? Yeah. Obviously, Arnie was on a ton of juice. Like, um, if you're on steroids, you can get away with doing pretty much anything and you're going to grow. You can not lift weights and you'll still grow. So another thing that is not just him that's guilty of it. There's a lot of people that are guilty of it. But it's another thing that people find intimidating and that. So gym intimidation is that he, I know his favorite bench right? The favorite bench that he uses. And I know which one it is because he always uses it, but I know why he uses it. It's because there's a mirror opposite it and there's a mirror <laughs> next to it. And literally in between, it almost feels like every fucking in between every rep, but I think it's just every set. It just feels like every rep. He has to get his camera out. He has to pull his t-shirt up and it is, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, I've seen him do that actually. Like yeah. it's like, I don't understand how people can can Keep do a straight that. face. No, yeah. but I don't understand how people can actually do that. I mean, 
like he obviously is in love with himself yeah. and you should be proud of your work and what you've achieved and you should be happy with your body and all that shit right yeah, yeah. um but i mean it's awkward like it's really awkward like he looks at that mirror takes a picture looks at that mirror takes a picture yeah. and and then i know he's been caught in the changing room i was just about to say clothes. i've seen him in the changing room he's flexing in the mirror a few times with little clothes on yeah it's uh it's a bit awkward not it is lie. a little bit awkward, given yeah. that he stays behind after closing time. He does. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't leave. He doesn't leave. We're like you have mate. to switch. Like no, <laughs> can you can you get out? You laugh, but like the people that are locking up, switch the lights off in the gym, right? And it's still he still doesn't get it. He still yeah. doesn't get it. Not like he needs to leave. He's there all the time. He might as well just yeah. pack his sleeping bag. Well, yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> but I can't believe it, but we're actually out of time. And that is it for the second episode. Nice. So, Big Man, if you're listening. We had Big Man. We had Sex Dolls. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You'll have to stay tuned to find out. <laughs> stay tuned, peeps. Bye. Bye.